0: It's time to get your news on.
1: We are VK1 WIA. And not only time to get your news on, but time to be prepared. Hi, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is the national news from the WIA for week commencing November 12, 2023. And this week, WIA Director Steve Green, VK2TSG, and the art of being prepared. Plus, much, 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 much more in this edition of news from the WIA.
2: Who listens to radio?
3: Wade, VK1MIC. This is Roger Harrison, VK208. Brian
0: Alston, VK3GA. I'm Peter, VK3YE. I'm Marty.
1: VK4 Kilo
0: Charlie I'm Jeff Emery, VK4 ZPP Mark
4: VK6QI for the Peel Amber Radio Group Hello, this is WIA Director Stephen Green, VK2TSG, with a brief discussion of preparedness. In Australia, it is well known when bushfire season begins. Particularly, this is felt in rural areas and on the outskirts of our major towns and cities. Some seasons are worse than others, and it's known if we have a number of years without a widespread problem, the fuel on the ground will have built up and increases the possibility of another catastrophic event. Backburning is often used to reduce leaf litter and other debris, but often does not cover as much area as needed. Bushfires can't be eradicated completely in a practical sense, and if we were able to do this, it would harm the environment here down under. This is because many native trees, shrubs and other life use fire as a trigger for seeding and regeneration. Prior to the arrival of the First Fleet and a number of years after, many native peoples would set fires to help regenerate areas when needed. Today we need to take precautions and prepare, enabling us to preserve life and limb, buildings and infrastructure, and so forth. So in the hotter months, we must ask ourselves, are we ready? In short, and for most of us, I would say no, and that's a worry. In New South Wales, the Rural Fire Service have been promoting their updated fire rating systems and signage as well as running local programs to explain to households how to become prepared. No doubt the Country Fire Authority in Victoria and the bushfire services in other states are doing similar. As radio amateurs, we too must be ready. Although we should do this in our own homes, we should also be radio ready. Often we promote our ability to get messages through when normal infrastructure is down, but would we be able to do this if called upon as you hear this message now? Are your handheld or other batteries charged? Do you know where everything is if you had to load it in the car in the next 10 minutes? Is it all in working order? Would you have enough supplies to at least last 24 hours without your home, local supermarket, service station or fast food restaurant to drop into? A year or two ago, I was invited to give a talk on amateur radio to an Australian preppers group. If you've not heard of prepping, this is the act of preparing for major outages or problems during natural disasters or civil unrest. These are topics that are considered off-grid and could include food preservation and storage, alternative power sources, the caching of resources, equipment, tools, and information that would allow you to survive for moderate to long periods of time without support. Prepping groups are quite popular in the United States, with amateur radio being seen there as an effective backup to communications if the internet and phone services are lost. The Australian prepping community has not yet taken this step, and in my talk I detailed how easy it is to start in amateur radio and how it can be applied in these circumstances. Many of us come to amateur radio due to the technical aspects, others due to the ability to communicate long distances, others because of how it can enhance other hobbies such as four-wheel drive, outback and marine travel, scientific experimentation, and many others. Prepping is an area that we've yet to engage could also learn from. There are many online videos, websites, books and articles on emergency preparedness, so I'll not go into detail here. Amateur radio is a hobby to many, but emergencies are one of the circumstances that shows how it's much more than that. Make yourself radio ready. It may ensure your safety or that of your neighbours, town or beyond. Amateurs are generally more community-minded, so many are members of local bushfire brigades. Perhaps invite them, or their team, to your club to discuss fire preparedness, or even join YSEN in your state to learn more. This has been Stephen, VK2TSG. Until next time.
5: G'day, this is David, VK4DN from the Bundy Amateur Radio Club. Have you heard about the WIA convention happening in Bundaberg on May the 4th and 5th next year? We'd love it if you could attend. This is by far the number one event in the calendar year for amateur radio in Australia. It's being held at the new state-of-the-art multiplex convention centre and it promises to be an amazing weekend full of interesting activities. We've got the 2024 WIA conference and AGM, interesting discussions about the future of amateur radio in Australia, election of the WIA board and award presentations, the annual WIA gala dinner, enjoy a tasty buffet meal and take some time to meet with other amateurs from all over Australia. Guest speakers, two days of interesting talks about the many different aspects of our hobby, a commercial expo over the weekend where you can discover cutting-edge offerings from the industry-leading companies in Australia with great equipment for sale and lots of show specials. We've got the Bundaberg Hamfest 2.0, buy and sell new and used radio and electronic equipment, The BARC Open Day, where you can immerse yourself with hands-on demonstrations featuring state-of-the-art radio equipment such as computer-controlled satellite tracking systems and software, as well as vintage radio gear on display. We also have scheduled a contact with the International Space Station, communications with an astronaut on the ISS involving students from the Bundaberg State High School. We'll have soldering workshops for the kids with interesting kits the youngsters can build and take home. Lots of great giveaways and raffle prizes over the weekend. If you're planning to attend uh, please make sure you book your accommodation soon. Bundaberg is an RV friendly town and there's uh, camping areas available if you're coming with your motorhome or caravan. If you're flying into Bundaberg Mini bus shuttles will meet you at the airport and take you to your accommodation and to and from the venues. Uh, mark the date in your calendar, May the fourth and fifth, twenty twenty four. We look forward to in welcoming you to the twenty twenty four WAA Bundaberg National Convention seventy three, this is VK four DN from the Bundy Amateur Radio Club.
0: From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now with international news, Jason, VK2LAW.
6: Hello. The International Telecommunication Union ITU will hold its 2023 World Radio Communication Conference, WRC23, November 20 to December 15 in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. The ITU is the United Nations Specialised Agency for Information and Communication Technologies. Based in Geneva, Switzerland, the ITU includes 193 member states and several hundred sector members and associates. WRC conferences are held every three to four years to review and revise, if necessary, the ITU radio regulations which is the international treaty governing use of the radio frequency spectrum and geostationary satellite and non-geostationary satellite orbits. To news from Region 2, earlier this year, the US Coast Guard received numerous harassing radio transmissions, falsely crying mayday and letting loose racial and homophobic slurs. The caller caused military personnel to search Saginaw Bay, a bay within Lake Huron located on the eastern side of the U.S. state of Michigan. Months after a voice analysis implicated him, an amateur radio operator from Huron County is facing federal charges for the ill-advised hoax. According to an affidavit, a special agent from the U.S. Coast Guard was assigned to investigate two incidents of false distress transmissions made via Marine Radio VHF Channel 16. Investigators believe the transmissions were made by the same person. Authorities went to the home of a 40-year-old, a ham which they had tracked to Seabawing in the 300 block of 10th Street. FCC eyes new approach to wireless alerts. The life-saving communication, known as the Wireless Emergency Alert System in the US, let down residents in the Hawaii fires recently and so the FCC has begun rethinking exactly how these alerts should be transmitted not to rely solely on the cell phone system. Colin Butler writing in the ICQ podcast tells how the FCC is looking for alternative ways for delivery of wireless emergency alerts that do not rely on functioning cell towers. Calling cell networks unreliable. The Commission's Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau is seeking ways to get messages to the public that do not run the risk of cell towers being knocked out of service or having coverage dead zones. In a public notice, the FCC said it was looking for partners to test alternative technology for emergency alert use. According to a report in Radio World, the FCC is willing to consider satellites, high-altitude balloons drones or similar technology to make up for gaps in wireless coverage. The FCC recalled one of the most recent incidents of cell coverage failing when in August, 21 cell sites failed to function in Hawaii during the deadly wildfires in that state. ARRL DX Log Archive This was founded by Juliet Alpha 1 Bravo Kilo created thanks to an endowment established by Can Mizuguchi, Juliet Alpha 1 Bravo Kilo, to obtain, preserve and utilise paper logs from rare and significant de-expeditions. Paper logs of prominent D expeditions or logs from stations and operators active from more rare locations from 1950s through to the 1980s are the main archives which are being saved from the waste bin, and archived at ARRL HQ. The archive includes pre-1950 paper logs, as well as those from some interesting operations, other documents from de-expeditions, and logs kept by long-time residents of rare entities. Logs which are now part of the archive are indexed online and are being digitised and uploaded into the Logbook of the World, LOTW. To Region 3 in India, special event station Alpha Uniform 2 Julia Charlie will be paying homage to an Indian scientist, Jagadish Chandra Bose, this coming November 23rd to December 11. Considered by some as the father of wireless communication, Bose was both a pioneer in microwave optics and demonstrated wireless communication as early as 1895. Victor Uniform 2 Delta Sierra India is operating with this call, AU2JC, and if you kind of recognise the call, the same operator has fired it up every year, using the call sign for the last 18 years, since 2005. And finally, to our own backyard in Australia, as our Aussie bushfire storm season rapidly approaches, we see that Telstra is getting in early with forward planning. Telstra say their payphones are vital for local community members wanting to make a call or get online. So, over the next two years, they're working to upgrade 1,000 payphones in disaster-prone areas with more capabilities you might need in a disaster. Capabilities such as USB charging for your devices and free Wi-Fi connectivity and backup power to these payphones so they're more helpful. But you should probably keep note where your nearest payphone is in case of an emergency – They're not on every street corner as they were in the 80s. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
3: Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the Wilderness Institute of Australia National News Service, from Waffle Park, Adelaide, South Australia. It can be heard on 1843 kilohertz in the 160 meter band at 9am Central Standard Time on Sunday mornings. I'm Colin, VK5XY, and you are welcome to join our callback after the broadcast. We are VK1WIA.
0: Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix.
7: Hello there. Now our next contest. VHF UHF Spring Field Day, 25 26 November. 0100 hours UTC Saturday to 9 hours UTC Sunday. But to make a little fair in BK 6 they add 3 hours on the start and end times. 75th CQ OIDX Contest CW leg is November 25 26 on the once exceeded 10 meter contest bands. Exchange your signal report and your CQ zone. And of course, January next is Ross Hull Memorial Contest. Running on VHF and above for the month of January. You nominate the best seven-day or two-day period per category. For more information, visit the contest page on au forward slash members forward slash contest forward slash Ross Hull forward slash DX window VK90AR for Amateur Radio Magazine
3: This is Roger Harrison VK20H editor in chief of Amateur Radio Magazine Again that chance in a lifetime is still waiting sign up to use VK90AR the special event call sign celebrating 90 years of continuous publication of Amateur Radio Magazine and have that experience for yourself radio magazine was first published in October 1933, featuring a bright, bold red cover. That 24-page issue was priced at sixpence, which would buy you two ice cream cones in 1933. And about that, today's 68-page magazine cover price still buys you two ice cream cones. Well, it did the last time I bought some in Surface Paradise. The W.A.A. president in 1933... George Thompson, VK3TH, said that the new magazine satisfied a long-felt want. Amazingly, that want has never vanished. Signing up to use VK90AR is a simple process. Just apply on the WIA website online event calendar, where you can book a roster to suit yourself. If you already know where the online event calendar is, jump to it, or go to the website address in the text edition of this broadcast. It's also in a news item featured on the WIA website homepage. To borrow from old Will Shakespeare himself. Once more under the DX bands, dear friends. Don't delay. VK90AR expires on 31 December 2023. And listeners, if you hear VK90AR on AM on 40 metres, give our operator a shout. Get to it. I'm Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News.
7: Chatham Islands. ZL7A is on the air till November 22 on 166 metres using SSB, FT 8 FT 4 with three stations. qsl for lotw Kazoo, M0CFW, JK3GAD will again be active from Rodriguez Island as... 3B9 kW during the CQ Worldwide CW Contest, November 25-26. Activity before, after contest, November 19 to December 1, as 3B9 stroke M0CFW QSL Viral TW Philippines Special Event Station DU37EUD except is on the air until November 30. Celebrating 37 years of the European DX Foundation. QSL by operator's Instructions Switzerland HB-8 DLOY is the special cause line for members of the Swiss Air Force Museums Radio Club commemorating the 100th anniversary of the first transatlantic amateur two-way contact between Leon Deloy, F-8AB and Fritznell. 1MO, which took place on 28th November 1923. Look for activity until the 31st December. QSL via HB9 ACA, Bureau preferred. Taiwan, BM0 QSL until December 31, using mostly digital modes. QSL via BM2JCC. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ at Ingham. From here, there and everywhere,
0: you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, Special Interest Group News with Cole VK3GTV.
2: Hello, first up in Special Interest Group News today, it's digital. NASA has launched, pardon the pun, a new app to make it easier than ever to spot the International Space Station in the night sky. NASA has long operated the Spot the Station website, but its new app, available for both iPhone and Android, brings augmented reality features and a handy interface to learn more about our orbiting laboratory. The app is available at the Apple Store and Google Play. SatDump, that popular piece of software used to decode imagery from weather satellites such as NOAA-18 and others, has gained significant updates to the way it processes and projects received images on maps. Imagery projections are now much more accurate as a result of recent code refactors. A detailed deep dive into the changes have been published, And you can check out the link when you read the text edition of this, the WIA National News Service. SatDump is available for all major platforms. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. EASAT-1 expected to launch on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Vandenberg Air Force Base, USA on November 29. It will have a downlink on the IARU coordinated frequency of 437.100 MHz. ESAT-1 has been built by students from University College Dublin under the framework of ESA's Academy's Fly Your Satellite program, a fully hands-on initiative supporting university student teams in the development of their own satellites. The project began in 2017. Still on satellite news and what goes up must come down. After more than 15 years in orbit, Delphi C-3's mission is about to come to an end. The prediction is that re-entry will take place around November the 16th. Delphi C3 is a CubeSat satellite, again constructed by students, this time from Delft University of Technology in the Netherlands. Buter PA3WEG, requests all amateur radio operators, shortwave listeners and satellite enthusiasts worldwide to to listen for Delphi 3's telemetry downlink on 145.867 MHz, 1200 board AX25 BPSK, and will hand out an award certificate to the person submitting the last Delphi C3 telemetry frame. This can be done either through the RASCAL software, through the SATNOGS network, or by sending decoded telemetry frames with reception, time and location. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Military. Remembrance Day, also known as Veterans Day in the USA, 2023 special events. Special events stations will offer many opportunities for we amateur radio operators to honour veterans and make contacts on November the 11th. Yes, you're right. It may be Sunday the 12th here, but now it's still the 11th on UTC time. A complete list of Veterans Day stations is available at www.arrl.org slash special hyphen event hyphen stations. Type veterans in the keyword search bar to find the stations. about Special Interest Group's QRP With some QRP
8: activity that recently occurred in Tasmania. First item this broadcast is congratulations to Nick VK7 Whiskey Whiskey. You may recall in previous broadcasts that he's been having quite a few successful long-distance QRP Morse code contacts, all using his 80-metre 1-watt transmitter project called The Scent, which he designed as a celebration of 100 years of amateur radio in Tasmania. Nick received a milliwatts per kilometre award from the CW Operators' QRP Club Incorporated of Australia, being for a successful contact between Lagana in Tasmania to Mark VK6QI in Bedford Dale, Perth, Western Australia, with a total distance of 2,924 kilometres. This equates to 2.92 milliwatts per kilometre, not bad going for one watt single transistor transmitter, Nick. While we're on the subject of QRP, Peter VK7KPC has also had some luck. This time with his ex military WS sixty two h f transceiver circa World War two that he is repairing and restoring. It appears Peter is having some success as he recently made a contact on eighty meters using one watt into Sydney, New South Wales. Well, I think QRP is certainly in good hands at the moment. Thank you, Nick and Peter, for the updates. seventy three stay safe from Peter VK seven PD vk k 2 apc joins us with worldwide special interest groups Radio
2: Amity Timers, Yota
9: Thanks Cole The Radio Communications Foundation RCF is a small charity that seeks to promote radio engineering and amateur radio in the UK Trustees have agreed to fund 60 foundation exams a year The funding will be available to anyone who is under the age of 21 in full-time education and who needs help with the exam fee 15 exams will be funded every three months, with the first batch of exams funded in January 2024. If any of the allocated funds are not used, they will be rolled over to the next quarter. Further details about the RCF and how to donate can be found on its website. In IARU Region 1, December, it's Youngsters on the Air or Yoda Month. It is an exciting opportunity for you, clubs schools or social groups to host an amateur radio station with the aim of getting more youngsters active on amateur bands rsgb will provide access to the special course on gb 23 yota and a full list of operating slots will be made available on qrz.com And with even more Yoda news, it's to the USA where Youngstown State University's amateur radio station, K8YSU, competed in the American Radio Relay League's School Club Roundup last month. The School Club Roundup is a nationwide, radio-based competition that challenges students in college, high school, and elementary school to contact as many possible radio stations across the world within one week. The competition is held each semester, usually in October and February. I am Alec, VK2APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. On to
2: Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Although wildfires near Chattanooga, Tennessee have been brought under control, the region's High Point repeater site has been left disabled by cable damage left behind by the blaze. The 220 MHz repeater, the X repeater and the APRS digipeater and iGate system of the Lookout Mountain Amateur Radio Community, N4LMC, will not return to use until further notice, according to the club's website. The damage also temporarily knocked a broadcast FM station off the air. The Lookout Mountain Amateur's website said the group will need to replace all cables at the site. They're also awaiting word from the tower owners about possible damage to the tower itself, guy wires and anchor points. And that's the latest worldwide special interest group news for this week.
4: I'm Col, VK3GTV. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. At 10am Sunday, it can be heard on the Amateur Radio New South Wales News Network, on HF from VK2WI in Sydney, and on relay to repeaters in Sydney, the Central Coast, Newcastle, the Illawarra, and Western Blue Mountains. From VK2WI, the studios of Amateur Radio New South Wales at Dural in Sydney, I'm Matthew, VK2YAP.
1: On the social scene, VK3 Rosebud Radio Fest at the Eastbourne Primary School. It's happening right now, November 12, also happening right now on the Gold Coast of VK4, the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. That's happening at Country Paradise Parklands on the Bow Desert Narang Road. In VK5, the South Coast Amateur Radio Club, Thursday the 23rd of November, their AGM, in VK4, Ipswich Christmas Barbecue at the Colo Gardens Picnic Area from 10am November 25. And in VK7, NTARC, NTARC's massive radio auction, Saturday the 25th of November.
10: Hi, this is Nick. VK7, Whiskey Whiskey. Do these names mean anything to you? Pin your ears back and have a listen. AWA, Geloso, Johnson, Marconi, Bendix, Halleycrafters, Heathkit, GEC, Zenith, and Edison. Didn't recognize many? Let's go more modern. Kodan, Realistic, Motorola, Kenwood, Drake, ICOM, Philips, KLM, Uniden, Yesu, Raycal, TYT, Radio Oddity, and Barrett. Well, all these manufacturers' equipments are in the Tasmanian massive radio auction in two weeks' time. Email secretary at ntarc.net that's n t-a-r-c.net for the current list and see you there on saturday the 25th of november seven threes from nick vk7 Whiskey Whiskey double scotch
1: and finally for 2023 in vk5 amateur radio experimenters group radio and electronic sale november 26 now till next we meet i'm graham vk4bb Walk softly.
6: This is VK1
2: WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au
0: This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au